Question Podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Big Question Podcast. Joining us today is Dick Longfrost. Woo. Hi. He's back. <laughs> Joining us today is Rocky. Hey. And last and least, Kat. Well, how rude. Aren't you the least? Well, yeah, but I think it's implied that I'm here because I'm the one talking. And everyone knows and loves me. It's true. Kat, I want you to talk about paedophiles and schools. Okay. I guess this story should begin with me explaining that this is to do with my workplace. Not that I... I just I preface this with I don't think there are any work pre- paedophiles in my workplace. But we've just moved into a new office and our new office is a big long building with windows all along it. And on one side of our office, it looks directly over into the playground of a primary school. Now, our new office is quite large. There's probably about 200 people working in it. It crossed my mind that at least one of those people, statistically speaking, is probably a paedophile. Would you like to venture a guess as to who that might be? I mean, well, do you think it would be a man or do you think it would be a woman? I mean, it could be either, but I'm probably going to go with man is more likely because they do commit, statistically speaking, men do commit significantly more violent and sexual crimes than women do. So I would say man. But women create more crimes to fashion. Well, I don't know about that. I see a lot of men in socks and sandals in the summer. Where? Where the fuck do you go when you see that? (laughs) That is awful. Mm -hmm. There was a guy at Winter Wonderland in socks and sandals. I was like, get out, go home. Tell you something though, worse than than paedophilia is Crocs. Yes, no, I agree with you. Crocophilia. Crocophilia. Yeah. I I haven't seen a pair in a long time, actually. (laughs) I think you've told me this before. And I think I've told you how much I hate them before. I love that. That was in the before time. (laughs) That was, yeah, a long time ago. As long as you've reformed, I I think I can forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know what they are because. You don't know what crocs are? Oh, they're the most vile-looking sandaly things. They're like Are they like giant sandals. plastic sandals? Because they're like waterproof and shit. It's almost people like, like just, them because you just of wear them Jesus. all the time. So like, I'm it's ashamed just, to have It's just like a hotbed for fungus infections. It's that sort of thing. Oh, listen to yourself. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, they're I know just, what. Right. They're just fucking awful. Can't show me a picture of them. They are fucking vile. What? I mean, they're not kind of like, they're just really comfy and practical. They're not that, I wouldn't think, hey, look, check me out my cool Crocs. (laughs) They're just like, they're really handy. Like I used to wear them at uni all the time because they were just like, slip them on, go in because the uni was only down the road. So just show up to a lecture and and then just go back home. How much weed did you smoke at this time? A lot of (laughs) weed. I just want to say at this point that actually you would have worn Crocs probably smoked a lot of weed and you had long hair i had long hair i used to wear kind of like three quarter trousers like of a course. hobbit i used to have a like a big kind of mac type coat thing we- and i just used to yeah like wake up in the morning have a spliff head into uni wake and bake use your crocs and then yeah come back to the flat and then and then plow some slurs <laughs> if it was if it was there <laughs> so moving on Kat, you mm. have a dating disaster to talk about. Um, latest in a long line of dating disasters. It's a pretty this, good one, this one. Yeah, this was this was somewhat different, somewhat unusual. So obviously I'm not going to name any names, but um, I'm going to protect his <laughs> identity. Let's just call him James. Bread. Bread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just call him James for argument's sake. That wasn't his name. So James and I work at the same company silver crafters and he uh works in a different floor in a different department but 
I'd had my eye on him for a little while, but yeah, I didn't really know him that well. And then he was at the Christmas lunch and we got chatting there. And then we went to a little party at my house after the Christmas lunch. And there was a Christmas do in the evening, which everyone was going to, which I invited him to come over to mine to hang out with a few other people to do some karaoke. Um, but he was like, so I gave him my number and then he was like, oh, I think I'm just going to hang at the pub nearby, but I'll see you later. So I was like, cool. So then... How did he say it? Did he say, I'll see you later? I'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Or was it, I'll see you later, suck, suck, suck. Yeah, something like that. Um, And (laughs) so that's how we exchanged numbers. It was entirely, well, it wasn't entirely innocent at that point, but it was... I had the exchanging numbers there was no innocence I know I was pretending to be entirely innocent but obviously I wasn't I was totally just sleezing on him you know what you were doing I know exactly what I was doing you were having like a Greece style exchange yeah have my number yeah have my number (laughs) so then have you ever given your number to somebody in the style of Greece (laughs) 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 that that there wasn't some ulterior motive with (laughs) hell no yeah not apart from like my landlady something like that no um so that evening i arrived at the christmas party a little worse for wear because i'd been drinking since about one o'clock and he was there and he was drunk and we got together on the dance floor so we had a bit of a snog in front of lots of people this was the rivoli this was lovely the rivoli ballroom it was lovely i had a very nice evening dire (laughs) (laughs) it's so cliched i know it's almost over the road from where i used to live when this podcast was born that is true um (laughs) and it's dire so i love living around there but the ballroom is the ballroom is dire that's what I meant. It's fabulous. What's wrong with you? It seems to be a place where they film TV shows that require mm-hmm. a very, very grotty looking environment. And S Club 7 videos. S Club 7 video. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We've got to talk about S Club 7 yes, at some we point. we are. Yeah, link there. Anyway, so Foreshadowing. that um, He then messaged me, make sure I got home okay. He was messaging me. This is like three o'clock in the morning by this point. Messaging me. I didn't go home with him. I was very good. Should have done. I know. In hindsight. Um, next morning he was messaging me, messaging me most of the Saturday. Sunday morning he was like, oh, I'm going out later, but do you fancy getting a drink beforehand? So we had a date on the Sunday evening. It was very nice. Spent a couple of hours having some cocktails in Brixton. Delightful. Got on one. Now, just as a question, how much do you talk about cloves in this meeting? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, coming from you, Mr. Fucking Peacock, with your fancy bags and shoes. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so I'm a, anyway, I'm a massive um, narcissist. What, what else am I supposed to talk about? Well, so anyway, fast forward. Um, this was like the week before Christmas. We were chatting all week. We worked on the graduation ceremonies at our particular place of work. Saw each other every day. We're hanging out. We're messaging each other. We went for another date on the final Friday before Christmas. Went for lunch. It was lovely. Had a big snog afterwards. Went home for Christmas. Messaged each other every single day, which was mostly him messaging me first, the whole of Christmas. Then he, as soon as we got back into London, 3rd of January, he was like, oh, I'm back at work, but do you want to do something after work? And Um, it's the 12th of January today. Yes, it is the 12th. Listeners. Just about a week and a bit ago. Um... So this at this point, this is like our third date. Um, so I went to meet him and I was like, right, third date. I've been chatting for weeks. This is good. It's really good. You know, just got got my wax done. You know, got, I was prepared. Got I was your thinking, hair did. I was, yeah, got my hair did. Got my wax done. I was like, I'm fucking in there. So 
have a couple of hours, have some drinks, lovely time, no problems. Halfway through, third date, we're walking on our way to a restaurant to have a lovely meal. Which restaurant was it? It was an Italian restaurant in Peckham. I don't remember the name of it, I'm afraid. I don't know why I Anyway, asked. we never made it because halfway there, he decided to <laughs> talk at me for about 10 minutes and explain that he was actually bisexual and in love with a man and he didn't know what he wanted and I think we should just be friends was how it ended. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Okay, great. So we didn't have... I didn't really feel like having dinner with him after that. Um, so we just went to the local pub and we're like, this is awkward. Let's just have some drinks because drinks Orcs. make everything slightly better. So yeah, we just had a really awkward time and just sat there going, so... Okay, right. Well, that's that then. And yeah, that's how my latest romance ended. So mistake number one. <laughs> Not sleeping Let's, with him. <laughs> you know, well, no, actually, mistake number one was about eight weeks ago where we both said, don't do it. I know. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know this was going to be the outcome, did you? Come on, you could but, never have predicted that one. <laughs> So I got a fucking Brazilian wax. Turns out he's in love with a Brazilian man. Isn't <laughs> he saw half that one Brazilian coming. himself? He's half Italian. I wouldn't advise Same getting a Hollywood then. <laughs> no, I didn't get a Hollywood. Brazilian's bad enough. Jesus. I went through all that pain and it was fucking nothing. I don't know. I've never had a back, back sack and crack. <laughs> Maybe you should. Oh, no. no, you totally should. I want to know what you think. <laughs> well, I mean, it's usually... Yeah, but shaving off. and trimming and whatnot is different from Oh, no, this waxing. is this is usually bicked. Yeah, but still. Fluctuates, but you know, it's. Yeah, but that isn't painful. Like, getting the hair ripped out. Like, that's. It's more, to be honest, the whole back sack and crack thing is more about my back than anything else. <laughs> How do those things even work? So, like, to a complete stranger, you just yeah. put your vag in their face. Yeah. Yeah. You get right in their face. You take your, they leave you for a, like a minute to get undressed from the waist down. You're just lying there with nothing on from the waist down. You have a little towel to put over yourself but it's pointless because as soon as she comes in she just takes it off and then, <laughs> a modesty time. and then you have to lay there like in a frog pose like that um, yeah and she just puts like hot wax <laughs> all over your bits and just rips it off really fast it was extremely painful um, and then the worst bit is actually it's not the worst bit because it actually hurts the least but at the end she does the back um, and you have to get on all fours like a dog and she like does in your butt cheeks oh. so yeah <laughs> And this is a woman, the complete stranger that I've just had to like get my ass in her face. Yeah, it's extremely demeaning. So I went through all of this, all of this pain, all of this embarrassment, and then I didn't even get any dick. Can you believe that? It was outrageous. Well, you probably could have done though. No, because he didn't. Well, I, he still said he fancied me and whatnot, and we did have a little laugh about having casual sex. No, no, bad no. Idea. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you probably could have got it on that first night. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, I. <laughs> but I, think I could have done. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been ten times worse if you'd have had it on that first night? No, I don't know, maybe. Would have got some D. Yeah, I would have got some D, but then I might have got more attached and then he would have still strung me along for another three dates and then decided to tell me he was in love with a but man. If the problem is that you didn't get any D and yet he still offered it to you on a plate and you didn't even have to have dinner and you said no, well, didn't... you've only got yourself to blame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at that point it just got complicated and I was like, I can't deal with this, so. True or false? <laughs> you were... <laughs> you, were worried, you were worried about him judging you yes. and that's why you didn't go home with him yeah, straight away. Yeah, absolutely yeah. is. And as I said to you I earlier, know. That's, I know. that is a good way to, that is a good way to sort of 
divide out the men the you should... The wheat from the chaff. The wheat from the chaff. You don't need to involve yourself with the men who will judge you, but you may as well get some D anyway. No, I mean, you're completely right. I hate to have to say that. pains me greatly, but you know, you're completely right, and I wish I'd just done the deed when I had the chance. Although, also, I kind of think you should listen to me and Rocky, because we said, not for the first time, I might add. <laughs> I doing, know. Doing stuff with people you work with equals bad idea. But he's really cute, but yeah. Well, he's dead to you now. He's dead to me now, yeah. Unless he decides he wants to you stick still with, work with him, badge yeah. after all, and then well, if he did, what would you do? Yeah, I'd probably give him the badge. <sighs> it's really lovely, right? Do you know what? You know, on your profile page, it now says "learner of no life lessons whatsoever." <laughs> no, that's fine. That's not changing. No, I know. <laughs> I, I fact, realize this every time that I'm you fuck it, it up. I feel like I'm just going to repeat it again <laughs> on the page. I know. I know. Or I might edit your picture to sort of say it and there'll just be a long list of that statement. What can I say? I'm just a hopeless romantic and I just keep thinking, maybe this will be it. And then, no, he's bisexual and in love with a man. <laughs> or, no, he's cheated on me. Or, no, he doesn't want to be with me anymore. Oh, he's got married to somebody else. Oops. Etc. So, yeah. But you still have to work with this guy, though. Yeah, not directly, thankfully. He's not uh, on the same floor. Sorry. He's in the same building as me, but he's upstairs and I don't. my job doesn't have anything directly to do with his job, so... Yeah, still. <laughs> still bad enough. Kind of awkward though. Building. It's probably yeah. worse for him though, because he not many people like he literally. So he kind of. I probably shouldn't say any of this, but fuck it, I'm going to. Um, he literally only he went to a really homophobic private school and basically internalized the whole. Isn't every private school yeah, really homophobic? Probably, yeah. He internalized so the whole gay feelings there. and like completely just. He apparently he used to get bullied for being like feminine and stuff at school, and he totally just internalized it all and was like made himself more. Manly went out with women, had a relationship with a woman for nine years. He was engaged to, then they broke up. She, he told her apparently part of the way through the relationship that he was also attracted to men. Um, then he broke up with her two, well, they broke up two years ago, and then he went travelling to get over the relationship to South America and fell in love with an Amer- with a Brazilian guy. Um, and that's yeah, that's where that came in. Uh, so guys, so he's de- so he's gay. He's tough. He's, he's well. He's, he's no, because he still right? fancies women. He's bisexual. Okay. That, yeah. That's the phase, though, isn't cue it? Dick, <laughs> cue Dick Long for us to okay. comment on this situation. Okay. Please tell me your wisdom. <laughs> Extrapolate out. Speak for all gays. Not all gays. Like, it's obviously it's on a spectrum. Like, yeah. But like, didn't isn't she just describing you? Yeah, you are just basically describing me. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I was, yeah, for ages I was like, no, no, this is like women is what I want, women is what I like. I didn't even consider the alternative. And then sort of late teens going to early 20s, it was like, so I was like looking at, because I remember one of my best friends was like the first person I started fancying and I was like, and I was high with him one night and I was like, mate, I'm looking at you like I've never looked at you before. But he didn't know what I was talking about, so that's good. <laughs> Still <friends? laughs> yeah. So it was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh God, why am I having all these feelings for him? And I was like, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'm just gay. Still didn't really pay any attention to it for a while. And then it was only kind of when I was about 24 that I was like, no, actually I want to think, I think I want to have sex with a man. And then I tried it, and I've not looked back since. Hmm. Yeah. So this could be. Well, you probably have looked back a few times. Do you ever? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everything going all right back there. Driving away (laughs) fast. (laughs) Why did I not get that? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. What's what's happened? (laughs) 
Oh. Well, I don't know. I mean, the fact that he was still... Apparently, he'd already... It wasn't just a random thing. Like, I'd had my eye on him for a while, but I also heard from one of his friends in his department that he'd had his eye on me. So he obviously still <laughs> does have feelings for women as so, well. So, so he'd he's been telling, checking me out and then wanted, he was, to, he wanted to get with he's me. He's deflecting in his immediate environment. Oh, that's just trying to be irresistible. <laughs> Jeez, stop making it worse. <laughs> he looked at you and thought, oh, she'd make a really good beard for me. <laughs> I think you're you're oh, you're just erasing bisexual people in this conversation. Um, <laughs> no, I'm no. just saying. <laughs> my my well, understanding is that you boys are sometimes a little bit cyn- cynical about people describing themselves as bisexual. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't know said in, bisexual. <laughs> I'm so not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're like, oh, fancy Mendy, he gay. That's it. No, it all it's ser- all the way or the highway. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, no, I do know that uh, genuinely they exist. <laughs> I'd prefer well, them not to. I mean, this guy, yeah, well, same. I wish he'd fucking stick to women. It would have been a whole lot simpler, but anyway. Yeah, it would be simpler to just know either way. I know, right? I know. Well, anyway. So, yeah, that's the end of my latest fabulous romance and i didn't even get any d so yeah poor cat i know i know but you could have done and you didn't take the opportunity i know but i thought i was doing the right thing i thought i was doing the clever grown-up cat thing to do of being sensible he's a nice boy don't sleep with him on a first date you know be sensible get to know each other then you can have sex no didn't work get to know each other find out he's in love with a man great always slut it up when the opportunity arises well, i will bear that in mind in future yes okay well let's move on um i have a sort of thought that i don't know if it's going to make any kind of sense so in in the uk um, there's a lot of people who will uh you know they'll read a story about um a good example of this they'll kind of read a story online about how now the uh dole office is offering uh, you know urdu translation services to make it easier for new immigrants in this country and you will get you will then get people who comment on that going oh it's a joke isn't it meaning you know that's not a good thing and i fucking <laughs> and it, hate this term and i, I bet say the, i just had to put this i say this yeah and i fucking hate it when well, you say it and i bet when they comment those sorts of things it's it's without an apostrophe oh yeah Ah, somehow spelt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Joke, JK. In like, it with J- one N. J-Y-K. <laughs> if in it is going to exist, at least put two N's in it. Yeah, at least yeah. fucking spell it right. Jeez. Uh, and, you know, obviously I am projecting a certain, certain class thing onto it with people. But since I'm a pov... I'm, I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to mock people the same class as me, and I'm going to. So fuck you guys. Learn I would, how. To... I would argue that you are creeping decidedly into middle class zone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am well there already. <laughs> Says as I'm flinging around my wine glass with oh, some fucking rosé in it, tilting my head back. <laughs> no, no, no. Ro- rosé's still well chaffed, man. Yeah, no, rosé's quite oh, chaffed. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You're keeping yeah. it real, bro. Uh, keeping it real, bro. Damn it. See, I can eat McDonald's and drink Rosa till the cows come home, but I'm still middle class and I don't care. <clears throat> I not had, even ashamed. I ate a McDonald's today, not not two hours ago, Woo! for the first time in 18 years. <laughs> I'm proud of you. But uh, you had so it, proud. You had it delivered to you. 
which is and sort I paid of, for it too. Sort I of bought middle it class. for you. I'll no, pay like, you back. No, it's fine. I don't want any money. Don't want your stinking money. Having <laughs> someone fine. else cook gift. you the food and bring it to you is mildly middle class, really, isn't it? Not when it's McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, it's not the food that's being brought to you. It's the fact that it is being brought to you nonetheless. It's still McDonald's. So, uh, yeah, I hate it. And I kind of get the distinct impression that you all don't feel as strongly no, as I, I do. I fucking love McDonald's. No, it's a joke. Oh, right. <laughs> well, Kat says it. No, so I she says does... it. I say it's I a fucking it. joke. I add fucking in there. Does that make any difference to you? Or... So yeah. when you're saying like it's a joke, you mean when people get outraged by something like that? Yeah. Oh, it's a joke. It's a fucking it's a joke. joke. But they just... I just feel like one of the great irritations I have in life is people, and this ties in a little bit with what I was talking about earlier, about... Um, I didn't actually say it. I just fought it. Anyway, I, I just think when people interact a lot online, they just talk. I mean, actually, they say it in real life too. They just talk and just regurg- regurgitate stuff without any creative thought. Rather than sort of explain why this issue it irritates you directly, it's just easy to say, it's a joke, isn't it? And that really, really annoys me because I just hate it when people don't so make some kind of effort. So I guess it's more that people come out with bland cliches rather than the expression itself. Yeah, so like it really irritated when I was talking earlier about... Oh, I did say it. When I was talking earlier about the, the Donald Trump tweet and the uh, the people who kept repeating the same terms back to me, I just thought, well, great, you know. <laughs> it's, it's The problem is that social media has given the people who don't mm-hmm. have a voice a voice. Yeah, um, and for better or worse. I've well, always described Facebook as the internet for people that are really bad at the internet. <laughs> So, S Club 7, let's let's start off, because um, I imagine there are probably people who listen to this who don't know who mm. S Club 7 are. Who is best placed to uh, talk about S Club 7? I'm going to guess it's a gay. <laughs> and if I had to guess, it's going to be Rocky. S Club 7 were a... Cheesy pop band from the nineties. The nineties, maybe, maybe later. I mean, oh, no, I it was probably the nineties. I think I, I think it was at kind of like the cusp of the noughties, yeah, wasn't it? Cusp, late nineties, the noughties cusp of pop music. <laughs> yeah, and there were seven relatively young people at the time. Yeah. I think who, they were in their teens and early, very early twenties. Yeah, very young. Apart from Joe, who was about forty. <laughs> yeah. Um, she always looked for it. <laughs> it was all that racism. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> racism ages the body. Yeah. <laughs> and they did a couple of pretty big hits, really, didn't they? They had a TV show as well. They also had, well, they had multiple TV multiple shows. Multiple TV shows. The LA 7. Miami 7. Uh, and I think that was probably... I don't know any of us. <laughs> yeah. They were actually formed in 1998, managed by Simon Fuller, who also managed the Spice Girls. Good old Simon Fuller. Yeah, they Got had sacked, their initial... They quickly rose to fame in their own BBC television series, Miami 7. It was the worst and best thing in the world. Yeah, I'm going to go with worst, but... That was that kind yeah. of era of, like, shit bands, though, yeah. wasn't it? Like, Steps. Although I love Steps, actually. But <laughs> God they no. are terrible. Well, so it was anyway, the racist yeah, one that was you, on Big Brother. No, no, no. I'll teach you everything about S Club 7. <laughs> Tina's doing her dance. Oh, that's the lyric. Oh, my God. John's <laughs> looking for romance. Yeah. <laughs> what is Paul doing? You actually know this. Paul's getting down on, on the floor. <laughs> he, now, I will preface what I'm about to get to after you finish yours by saying Paul doesn't look like he's been down. Someone's crying out for more, but I while can't remember Han- who. While Hannah's... No, while Hannah's 
on the Screaming floor. out for more? Something like that. I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's while Hannah continues to be underage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while Hannah's a what, massive whore. Wanna, <laughs> wanna see Bradley swing? Oh. Ooh. Wanna see T- no, Tina see- do her thing? No, no, no. Tina, some- Tina was the first one. Oh, right. Someone do their thing. Rachel. 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 It was Tina, Paul, Rachel, Joe, Hannah, Bradley, and John. Yes. So, S Club 7, they were a band. Yeah. And for a few years, they were fairly successful. They sold over 10 million albums worldwide. Fuck me. I, I didn't even know that. Ten mm-hmm. fucking million albums. Yeah. Do you know how many albums I've sold? And I've been making music Five. probably three times longer than they ever did. Twelve. Yeah, probably. A, well, I mean, if you count everything I've ever done, I don't know, probably 10,000. Probably oh. not that many. That's quite a lot. Um, probably a few, probably more than a thousand. Probably more, maybe 5,000. I don't even really know. I've never added it up and some of it I can't look so up. So you're literally a fraction <coughs> of the success of S yeah. Club 7. But I mean, you're talking about from 16 to 40 doing it as a part-time job. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, anyway. They, the whole... were, they were 16 to 20 doing it as, as a part-time Four. job. Yeah. <laughs> they were sunning it up in Miami. Yeah, the point are. is that there was a story came out today about a gentleman called Paul Catamol, who was one of these S Club people. And what first point of interest, so Paul is now about 38 years He's old. He's 40 years old. He's 40 years oh, old. He's from St Albans. My dad's from St Albans. Right. He, now I don't want to fat shame because I'm kind of fat. So <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that dude. He's definitely piled a few pounds on Ooh, in the intervening yeah. years. And he, I totally, (laughs) Dick and I were totally fucking, yeah, (laughs) guilty. (laughs) I mean, I know you boys like curves. (laughs) Oh, so apparently, Paul was secretly getting it on with Hannah in S Club Seven. No, he isn't. No, they had to keep it a secret. Nope. Mm. This is to to an episode of celebrity gossip. (laughs) (laughs) That that they had a five-year relationship. What? Yeah. God. Oh, and apparently it reunited in 2015. However, they split again in November 2015. When she realised how fat he'd got. Yeah. I know. <laughs> when she realised... Oh, you can't do the dance moves no more. Yeah. When she realised he was a gay icon mm. nowadays. Um, yeah, Hannah. Was it Hannah? Hannah. Hannah. For anyone who doesn't know, she was the jailbait one in the band. <laughs> Wait, was she? <laughs> I don't fucking know. She just looked really young. <laughs> Rachel was the one that everyone kind of lusted after. Oh, yeah. She, she was like the... Um, I met Rachel. She once. was the most successful afterwards, right? Rachel... Yeah. And then she Stevens. got all that the gnomes in Rachel show. Stevens. <laughs> Rachel Stevens, that's it. No, that was Hannah. She was the sweeter looking blonde one, not the rank looking jailbait one. No, you've got it all wrong. Have I? Yeah, you've got it no, all Joe wrong. No, Joe was the one oh, who looked oh, like right, some kind Joe. of Joe was like, the convict. racist, right? Yeah, Joe yeah. was the like forty-year-old right. when they were sixteen. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, the whole point of this is that he apparently has put his Brit award up on eBay because he's got some bills to pay. Now they, as a band, um, it came out and it says in the news article that each one of them made, in the four years that the band were together, each one of them made £600,000, um, despite selling 11 million albums. That's not very much. Well, it isn't very much, but actually... There are seven perf- of them. To be per- with £600,000 each. Yeah. But to be perfectly honest with you, like, how much have you earned in the last six years, their uh, ten years? I mean, you don't have not to enough. say a figure, but it isn't £600,000, no, is it? probably like... <coughs> 
Yeah. To be fair, in 10 years, I've probably made like 200,000 pounds, which sounds loads, but it isn't because it's over 10 years. I think you've probably made more than that. Do you reckon? I don't know. 10 years ago, I was 24 and I was working for 12 grand a year at a student lettings agent's. Well, anyway, and now point... I only earn thirty grand a year, so I haven't come that far. Don't you wouldn't want to say all that out loud because you just I might be care. putting off men. More <laughs> I men. don't care. <laughs> Gold diggers out there. Well, I thought you said I had to be true to myself and not care if they judge me if I have sex with them on a first date. So, what do I care if they judge me how much I earn? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, slut it up and be poor. Yeah, I will. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. I'm happy with that. It's okay. So anyway, oh, they made six. <laughs> I was, I was going to say it's not. <laughs> It's not like the worst wage in the world. No, like, it's what's... not awful. It's just for London, that's not great, but it's fine. It's adequate. I feed myself. I'm fine. <laughs> the point being that they made they made what seems like a relatively modest sum of money compared to what mm. some pop stars make yeah. in them years. And now he done spent it all. But well, actually, £600,000 yeah. is still quite a lot of money. He's probably got himself a house for that, though. Maybe. but so Maybe that's why he... I signed the Brit Award. Finish off the mortgage, you know, just go on. Did yeah. they not earn anything from their two TV shows? Yeah. Well, I, I assume that that well. I, I, I assume that that six hundred thousand pound is the record sales plus the tours plus the TV plus the various appearances. It's not a lot. It's really not a lot. No, it, it is isn't because it? it it would have been a very full on full time job yeah. during that four or five years. Definitely. They would have had some. Don't they get any money from it now? Then, if someone plays. Well, I don't know how many people do you know that are really passionate S Club S Club Seven fans. How often do you hear that shit on the radio now? Well, there's a really actually there's a really easy way to look at look it up. Doesn't surprise me because all I need to do is just look up S Club Seven on uh, S Club 7 on Spotify. Oh, do you know what? S Club 7 still have one, uh, slightly over 1.2 million listens a month. Blimey. Quite a lot. I mean, it's quite a lot. But I bet, I bet they own none of the songwriting, none of the publishing. Well, they wouldn't have written the songs, so no. So they'll own the performance uh, credits, but I bet that isn't actually even that much. So what they make collectively, split seven ways, is actually probably quite modest. You know, I know a friend of mine, one of my best friends. Her her dad was the manager of a band in the sixties, and she still gets kind of residual checks every now and again. But it's not, you know, it's not huge sums of money. It's like, if I remember correctly, it's like a few hundred pound a year, and it's nice to get. But it's only a few hundred pound a year. Yeah. And I sort of suspect that they'll get more than that, but not much more. Maybe a couple of grand or a few, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's nothing it's nothing to sniff at, but it's nothing you can base an income on. No. And I kind of imagine the amount of people who might be interested in your shit when you've become all fat and grey <laughs> as poor catamol. Yeah, that many apart from apart it from present in company. Our case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's clubs have no interest more. Hang on, look at Paul. <laughs> Paul's looking good these Get days. Get on Google. Well, anyway, I think it's probably time to shut this podcast down. Say good goodbye, Dick. Bye. I flinched there because I almost said your real name. <laughs> Amazingly, yeah. Dick Longfrost isn't your real name. <laughs> no, really. What shocking. <laughs> Say goodnight, Rocky. Good night. Oh, sorry, just to say, just before I, I, we go, I was just thinking of a better name for you, but I'll say it. No, I love sorry. it. Oh. Yeah, we, we can't change it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, and say goodnight, Catherine. Goodnight, Catherine. Good night. Good night.
I'm really sorry. There was an accident. <laughs> I've spilt worse on this couch. Okay. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't sit mm. there. You might get pregnant. Oh. <laughs> I really, really hope not. <laughs> Christ Almighty. Surely, whatever's on the. Oh, well, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a it's, while. It's going it's to be deformed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll abort it. Don't worry. <laughs> No, your body will just do that. Yeah, my body will naturally abort it. It will know. Nope. Spawn of Peter Martin. Nope. <laughs> Hell no. But yeah, seriously, we're all probably going to be alone in our old age without children, aren't we? I mean, not alone, but we won't have kids. Yeah, that's why I drink so much. I'm just, I'm just choosing not to live that long. Oh, well, I was hoping someone might keep me company in the old people's home. <laughs> We're going to have, like, a new generation of, like, gay old people's homes. Yeah. Oh, can I come well, to even in old age, thing? you're going to gonna separate yourself from the rest of society. Yeah. No. Living... We need the walls higher. <laughs> we don't see the straights. We're living out oh. our days in fantasy land. Oh, can you let me yeah, in? I'm, I'm done with straight men. I'll come hang out with the gays. Yeah. Neil, Neil, babe, I'll just be down... <laughs> Maybe later. (laughs) (laughs) She's gone. She's gone. (laughs) Uh, Out of these two snaps, what percentage do you think are cocks? Um, I don't think, because I get snaps off those two sometimes. Maybe because... Or us. Right, well, I got the same one that that one is. I didn't get... I'm not even ever not even ever. Oh, yeah, you'll have to bleep out that now. <laughs> yeah, close. that one's close. But you know about that time when I went to the toilet when there was just the three of us? And I, c- I can't remember who you're talking about. <laughs> we were talking about... Are we slagging people off? No, no. we are talking about Jeremy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ro- I'll quote Rocky. I would totally bum him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, I knew none of that until about five days later when I was editing it. (laughs) That was a nice surprise for you. Oh, yeah. I wasn't surprised. No, yeah. The only thing I find surprising is you don't say it out loud more often. (laughs) That I haven't been there yet. Yeah, if we basically, if you leave us in a room, like we'll immediately start talking about stuff like that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Expect it. Yeah. 